Welcome to Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today once again by Chloe and Eric. <gasps> wow. We didn't really appreciate the significance. This is the first episode. I guess technically yesterday was the first yes. episode, but we're recording both in one chunk. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to pull back heroes. the curtains. Oh, wow. Show wow. Show the yeah. sausage is made. <laughs> But uh, same day, we're recording yeah. both episodes. What? This is the first day you're recording in our apartment. Yeah. I like that Chloe now lives in the podcast studio. Yep. <laughs> oh, we, yeah. We went like a whole week without her being on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. Uh, and also, ultimately, I always knew uh, Charles and Chloe would live in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was from 10 years ago. Yeah. You knew. I had a vision. And <laughs> this is the vision I had. I hope, yeah. I just think it's so funny to me that there's like a potential guest host just living here and like, no, I'll get other people. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want to like overdo it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I want to say at the top of the episode, you're listening to Light Trees and News. We're a 100% listener supported show. Wow. What does that mean? You won't hear any ads on this show. Uh, I, I'm a bit of a, an avid podcast listener and mm-hmm. I can't name a single show that doesn't have ads. This show doesn't have ads. I've seen some shows without ads, but also shut the fuck <laughs> up, Eric. No, but what I was one. gonna I'm still trying to talk you up. Okay. If you'll give me a second. Okay, go. I've seen some other shows without ads, but they also have premium content for yes. subscribers only, which mm-hmm. you don't you give it to the people. That's true. Mm-hmm. But I also have a Patreon. <laughs> so I do have premium content. Fuck <gasps> you, Eric. I'm talking about episodes. Okay. They have premium episodes hey, that you can only maybe access. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. I'm trying to incite people into uh, signing up at my Patreon. Wow, guys. Yeah. Do you want the show to be a paid show they have subscribed to? Your wow. girl has to pay bills. So I got to yeah. figure out how to get you guys to sign up. But what I was going to say is I have five 2018 Desi calendars left. There's still so much of 2018 left. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. <laughs> but if you want to get through the year a little easier, these calendars have sexy, sexy photos of Desmond oh in them. Oh, my God. My God. Premium content. Wow. And Desi's currently laying back by them. But if you go to lighttreason.news, sign up for as little as $5 a month, and I'll send you these bad boys. I can have a, a little slice of Desi in your life. And doesn't that make it... Ugh. Yes. Doesn't it make it good? Yeah, August is a good month. Oh yeah, I'm showing God. Chloe. Yeah, I'm looking. Photos. <laughs> what a handsome boy. Ugh. So please go do that. By the way, if you're a new listener, uh, Desmond is my cat. He's a little tuxedo cat. He's a hefty gentleman. <laughs> and we love him very much. He's a charmer, right, Desi? So <laughs> please go do that. And while we're in the pop culture section, guys, because yeah. I didn't do this on yesterday's episode, I wanted to ask if you have any viewing, listening, or reading recommendations that you would like to give everyone? Well, I actually, I know you already wrecked this, Mm -hmm. uh, but I saw Sorry to Bother You last week. Hell yeah. Oh, nice. Probably the best movie. Oh, Eric. You need to go see it. Uh, Probably the best movie I've seen. (laughs) So do I. (laughs) It's true. Um, But not on weekends, (laughs) usually. Uh, Probably the best movie I've seen in years yeah it's like so good. it's so hard wow. for a movie to keep me engaged mm-hmm. I, like i could enjoy a movie but still like be distracted yeah this i was like so into yeah. the entire thing oh it was so good if you missed it on yesterday's episode i interviewed mm-hmm. boots riley wow. about sorry to bother you it's a great interview go check that out um yeah but do go see sorry to bother you so good it's so good and i can't i can, i'll wreck the trailer that i saw okay uh but it's now out for eighth grade bo burnham's new oh, movie yeah, I heard oh, i've heard great. so many mm-hmm. people saying good stuff yeah about that movie. yeah uh i'm very excited to see that as well I cannot wait uh eric do you have any viewing recommendations we'll start with viewing i don't have uh, i don't think so i haven't really watched anything recently i have one if you want to think on it Please, I don't. Okay. I literally don't know if okay. I've seen any television or movies in the past like f- a month. Okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. So uh, a very English scandal was recently on the BBC, Ooh. and it's now on Amazon Prime, which is how I saw it. Mm-hmm. But it stars Hugh Grant and Ben Whishaw, and it is about a wild uh, political scandal that happened between a British MP 
and um, a young gay man. They had an affair. Mm-hmm. And then it uh, turned out that Norman Scott, the young gay man whom uh, Jeremy Thorpe, the um, politician, had an affair with, um, really wanted a national ID card because he couldn't work um, otherwise. And they they had a very tumultuous relationship, but ultimately what happened was Jeremy Thorpe felt threatened by Norman Scott. He mm-hmm. was afraid that Norman Scott was going to go public with their affair. So Jeremy Thorpe uh, hired an assassin to kill Norman Scott. And totally reasonable behavior. a fucking wild story. There's so many turns, so many ridiculously... It's like really funny. It's a very dark comedy and their performances like Ben Wishaw not known for comedy uh Hugh Grant kind of known for comedy but he should win every award for this he mm-hmm. is so good this is is this based on a true story yeah this is oh, a true wow. story this actually oh happened um and they went to court over it and it was like a whole thing um but I really recommend it it's this so is a series okay. or a movie it's a series but it's a short series I, I think okay. it's three episodes oh, maybe okay. two episodes i forget okay. honestly um a mini series i mean it's yeah. very a mini mini series and because it's so short it's like really good quality mm-hmm. it's also i think the people who like produce the king's speech it's like big film pedigree did it yeah, yeah so yeah. it looks really good cool. the nice. pacing's really interesting um and it's very very funny so i recommend that uh that did make me think of something it's not anything i've watched recently but uh, you're talking about uh, British television. Um, I think this show, I'm pretty sure the show is British. Um, I watched a show a long time ago called Hotel Babylon. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. That sounds very familiar, yeah. Mm-hmm. It used to be on Hulu. I don't know if it is anymore, but uh, if you can find it, it's really good. I was like, I, you know, I worked in the hotel industry for like 10 years and mm-hmm. then they made this show that's Eric based on a book. watch literally anything about a hotel. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. It's so Have weird. we seen Hotel Transylvania? No. That's I'm actually not. a very good movie. I also, really you know, good. Oh, yeah. you know also the what I haven't one. seen that people tell me I need to watch? I never saw the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, I that's, I mean, that. as you would imagine, visually beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, I think you would like that a I lot. need to see it. Um, but Hotel Babylon. I complained about that movie a little bit though. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like, like I've heard you talk about yeah, it before. There's sort of an analogous thing to Nazis that feels like a cop-out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, just make them Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Hotel Babylon is sort of loosely based on a book, a, not, uh, a memoir that somebody wrote about working in luxury hotels. Um, and uh, And then they made like this like, is it four like four four season series or something based on it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really funny. It's really good. It's like one of those things where it's like you know it's a workplace comedy, so really it's all about like the characters that work there and mm-hmm. the weird people they interact with, and it really like brings to light like people just do weird shit in hotels. Like they peop- do. I Ugh. catch myself doing it because I feel like you're on vacation from being a decent person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you're not staying in your own home. So I instantly am like disgusting in a hotel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're I, not responsible for anything. No, you can like get away with anything. I mean, for the most part, don't, <laughs> don't quote me on that and then do terrible things in a hotel. <laughs> well, what, no, well, what's funny is like, yeah, I mean, don't do bad stuff to other people, but like w- one of the points they make, I think in the first episode of the series, that's kind of like the, the point of the book and something that I always felt like working in hotels is that like, I that's the reason I like hotels is because it removes a lot of social barriers that allows people to kind of be themselves, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of times that manifests into people just being trash, terrible mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and like screaming at workers and Ew. like you know stuff like that. Don't do that. But uh, other times it allows people to kind of like be their like live their truth because <laughs> they don't have like the social barriers that would prevent you know them from doing what they want to do right. um so it, it can be really interesting in that way right uh and yeah the series is very funny it's really good good very series cool. mm. uh, i also wrecked this last week but i'm still watching it and it's still a very fun watch uh, the Forest on Netflix. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. French Broadchurch is how I'll describe okay. it. And it's about um, a serial murderer who's killing uh, pretty French girls <laughs> in the forest. So it is like mm-hmm. dead girl entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's 
there's like a very strange like mysticism aspect to it that's very weird and I don't know if I like from a writing standpoint but okay. it, it's it's very addictive to watch okay. yeah. and the actors are very good uh, and there was a hot hot French captain in it so oh girl's gonna watch that <laughs> so what uh, do you currently stand on the theory that this is yeah to- like very loosely related great uh, where do you currently stand on the theory that H.H. H. Holmes and Jack the Ripper are the same person? Oh, it's not true, but it's such a fun theory. You don't think it's true? No. No, no way. Yeah, it, I, I don't believe Jack the Ripper was one person. Oh, I, think I think he did one or two of the murders, and then there were a bunch of other insane people killing women in London, and they were like, it's the same guy. Like, Because some are so, if you actually like read the murders, mm-hmm. some are so loosely linked that yeah. it's kind of like, was this the same guy? I don't know. Interesting. Um, but no, I think it's it's an interesting theory because H.H. H. Holmes was a doctor and part of the evidence to disprove the H.H. H. Holmes, Jack mm-hmm. the Ripper link is his daughter was born at a time when Jack the Ripper was active in London. Oh, so people okay. were like, it can't be him. But then the theory around that is he delivered all of his daughters, so he altered the birth certificate yeah, yeah, to yeah. give himself an alibi. What? Which is... Bullshit. It's <laughs> stupid. Because it's also like there were people there witnessing. Yeah. Murders. But anyway. Um, yeah. I, I do love the the lengths people have gone to yeah. preserve that theory. Mm-hmm. Unification theories in general are bullshit, but I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Like the one that unifies um, the Unabomber and the Zodiac. Yeah. I always I tied those together that. in my mind when I was a kid just because they... I can't remember if they happened around the same time, but I became aware of them around the same yeah, time. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, they're both like, you know, geniuses who like mm-hmm. toyed with people. And, you know, I, that's my favorite brand of serial killer is like the smart guy who's just like playing a game with people. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's my, it's, that's like my favorite brand of serial killer. That's mm-hmm. why I like the Joker so much in Batman. Oh, mm-hmm. I meant to say congratulations to um, my favorite serial killer. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what a weird segue this is. What's happening? Uh, no, uh, the Emmy nominations came out. Yes. And the guy on Mindhunter. Yes. We talked about that when we watched I it. I said he should win a fucking Emmy, and he just got nominated for one. Yay. So I'm trying to find his name because I don't want to... Um, not credit the actual actor and just say uh, Ed Kemper. Um, the uh, the actor who uh, Britton is his last name, um, who played Ed Kemper in Mindhunter. Why is it so hard to find this guy's name? Everyone's just like Tiffany. Oh, Cameron Britton. Mm-hmm. It's his name. Okay. Who he was a comedy guy before he did this. Yeah. And if you haven't seen Mindhunter, he plays Ed Kemper, who's a very famous serial killer. And uh, the his impression of him is so spot on. There's a clip on YouTube comparing them side by side. Uh-huh. And he is Ed Kemper. Yeah. Like his impersonation is so good. But yeah, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I just had to pause the show to make sure my cats weren't killing each other in the basement. That was so loud. It was yeah. so loud. Uh, so, any listening recommendations? Mm. So, I was just looking. I didn't. I don't have any like really like albums or artists or anything. But really, nothing Spotify, you added to our playlist. Uh, well, maybe. No, I'm sure. I, I mean, Robin. Always. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Chloe's eternal recommendation. Just Robin. Robin. Um, but you know how Spotify like will make you playlists yes. for certain things? Uh, there's one called Your Summer Rewind. Oh, yeah. It's so good. But good job, Spotify. Like the songs you played the most? Yeah, it's mostly just my yeah. songs <laughs> from That's like past the summers. Daily, the daily mix. It's just like, it's like... 85% just songs I've listened yeah. to. Yeah. And I'm always it's like, like, wow, this is great. There's always like one one that I haven't. I'm like, oh, that song's cool. Why can't it just be more of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you just repeating all the songs I listen well, to? Well, they also do that if you let your playlist like run out, then they start suggesting stuff uh-huh. that their algorithm yeah. says. Mm-hmm. By the way, guys, we had a live trash show. Or what? In the improv yeah, team. Trash in the city and it was so fun and 
leading up to the show, we all added songs to a playlist oh, for yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. And I've been going through that playlist over the past few days because there are a lot of songs mm-hmm. on it. It's like a hundred songs. It's, and it's so diverse. Yeah. It's a little playlist. It's good. I was proud of us. Was and like, good Trash got good news today. Hey. Pew, 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 pew. We going to LA. Uh, not Eric and me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to LA. But Chloe's going to LA. Uh, Eric's going to be out of the country and I'll be at a wedding. Yeah. 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 Eric's but I'll be, be there like and Rachel and Shem and Lindsay and we'll do improv in LA. Yes. And you guys should go see them because it's going to be really That'll be crazy. Good. F- that's going to be crazy fun. You guys are going to have a yeah. great time. Bananas. Yeah. We're going to FaceTime you guys into the set. <laughs> <laughs> If funny. you do it, I will do it. I will do okay. it as well. And I'm going to be at a wedding. And it will be very rude. And going to do it. <laughs> Wait, um, move the phone. I want to tag them out. Be, <laughs> I think it's going to be like classic sitcom style. It's going to end up being like in the middle of the ceremony. Oh, yes. Like, Excuse me. Um, I, I just have to step off for a second. Uh, oh, Kimmy can you Hillary stop? will understand. Can you stop sure. for just a minute? Yeah. Can you hold? Yeah. I'm not just going to walk out. I want the entire ceremony paused. And then when I come back, start again. Okay? Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Or just walk up to the aisle and like get them in the FaceTime as well. <laughs> like, Kevin, should I tag out Sean? Like, well, get away from me. Yeah. So I'm uh, so excited for that wedding because I've never been to an all vegan wedding where uh, I can eat everything. That's great. That's, I'm, that's so, so cool. I'm so excited. It's literally the weekend I'm leaving the country and uh, I'm so sad. Oh no. uh, Faith and I are going to do damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, excited. yeah. Rightfully so. Do damage. So um, no real listening recommendations from you, Tim. No. I mean, I'm just going through. Yeah, I have some recommendations. Oh, I'm just going through stuff I added to the playlist. I, just I mean, my mine is Eric like. didn't have a listening <laughs> Yeah, you did. Wow. I mean, mine, I have been re-listening, but Rachel's already recommended it, but it's just Jesse Ware. Oh, yeah. But she's already wrecked it. No worries. Uh, you hey, sure you want to. You don't want to recommend Haley Kyoko for like the fifth uh, week. In oh, row. have you guys heard of Haley Kyoko? <laughs> <laughs> I've been referring her. Her name's like pretty long and it's got like letters all over. So I call her HK now because I can never spell Kyoko kitchen? right because I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. That was a UCB joke. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's Eric? see. Um, I I want to recommend uh, uh, New Order. Yeah, Ooh. I love New Order. They are on the team playlist. Yes, Bizarre Love Triangle specifically. I think is I'm gonna say it. It's the best dance song of all time. Wow. <gasps> oh, oh, Eric, oh, well, don't get me kicked off <laughs> iTunes by playing unauthorized music. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, some stuff that I added on here that I hadn't really listened to in a long time, and then as I was like trying to pick out songs, uh, Black Moth Super Rainbow. Ooh, I like I like that a lot. Um. Uh oh, great band from Boston. Shadow <gasps> Chloe. Uh, Gorilla Toss. Ooh. They might be New York based now, but I think they're okay. Boston. I think they were Boston based. Gorilla Toss is great. Uh, Gorilla Toss. Gorilla Toss. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, this was like a big band, like the mid two thousands, and they just kind of like kind of faded. But I was, I was like putting, I was, I was trying to find like fun, like upbeat, like dancey songs to put on the thing. The Go Team. Okay. And it's the it's the Go, and then there's an exclamation point after Go. Do you think team. they have a rivalry with OK Go? Probably not. <sighs> oh, I think they but do. But they should. <laughs> yeah. I saw OK Go live once, and it was crazy. Oh, I'm sure. They're very good. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Very good live. They're also brilliant at making videos. Yes. Oh. They are. Low budget. Addictive videos, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, I could go on for a while. I guess that's enough. Yeah, that's good. Those are good suggestions. I like it. I I'm not mad about it. Yeah, so if you have any thoughts about those recommendations, if you have your own recommendation, mm. hashtag LightTreesonPod on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, all those places, and oh, we yeah. love hearing from you. So oh, Speaking of us. music, can I just ask real quick, because uh, we're sitting in your living room with a bunch of like, uh, uh, unopened stuff that's being moved <laughs> in the apartment. Uh, Who owns multiple old school CD cases? Me. Uh, are, those, are those legit CDs? I make hard uh, copies of every episode. Oh, so oh that's so smart. With old. Wow. That is so smart. Episodes. I literally just thought you were carrying around books of CDs still. Oh, and the reason I'm glad I do that now is w- fucking Lipson. 
updated their policy now where even if you have a max plan, mm -hmm. you can go over and their recommendation for how not to do that is delete your old episodes. Oh, so it's like, cool, so my archives yeah. are being mm -hmm. uh, Oh, that's impacted. cool. I, I, yeah, I literally thought you were just walking around with like books of CDs no, still. No, no, there are no actual CDs <laughs> Old school, mm -hmm. 2000 style, just the old oh, yeah. uh, notebook of CDs. <laughs> but I, I had to buy a, I don't have it hooked up, but I have a, an external uh, CD drive because Ooh. Computers yeah, don't come with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is like so Wild. weird. Yeah. I just like I just want a hard copy yeah. of these episodes. We used to that's what when we we would go on like high school band trips, mm. everyone brought a book of CDs and a walk like yep. a CD player. Mm -hmm. yep. And you would just like have your like binder of CDs and just like yep. trade CDs to listen to. Yep. Oh, We're yeah. all very old. <laughs> and on that note, guys, it's that time of the episode. Let's all hold hands and cry about being old. This is your bad news. Oh, buckle up and get your tears. Guys, we are going to talk a lot about Elon Musk. Oh, my episode. favorite subject. Someone tweeted the other day, and it's so true, that... Uh, wait, hold on. Maybe I should credit them. I hate, like, accidentally cribbing from people on mm -hmm. Twitter. Not accidentally. When I can't remember who the fuck said what. And I'm just like, some person. Yeah. Um, but it's so true, because it feels like... How many times do we have to establish Elon Musk is the worst... It's almost mm -hmm. like we have collective amnesia about it. <laughs> but space cars. <laughs> space cars. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I can't find it. Someone was like, I, my favorite part of Twitter is how every two weeks we remember Elon Musk is bad. Yeah. But that happens over and over and over again. It's like, can we all just collectively remember that he's the fucking worst? Yes. As cool as like like space cars and all, all the shit that he promises he's gonna do that he never does, uh, all of that stuff is really cool. Mm -hmm. But like in theory, but also he's like a billionaire and a bad person. <laughs> Can we remember that? I so, still will never just get over the fact that he named his company the Boring Company, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and nobody that got approved. Nobody yeah. thought that that was a bad idea. Really blew Eric's mind. <laughs> so Elon Musk uh, turns out, and you'll all be shocked to hear this, so I hope you're sitting Buckle down. Buckle up. Reportedly donated to a Republican PAC. What? What? Are Salon you, reported uh, on Saturday that the SpaceX and te Tesla CEO is one of the 50 top donors to a Republican PAC named Protect the House, which does just what you think. It helps keep Republicans in control of Congress. He donated $38,000. Um, so, yeah. I, who would have thought that Elon Musk would support the GOP? Huh? What? I mean, honestly, I, I, mean, I mean, he did say on Twitter that he's a socialist, so I'm oh, shocked. Oh, sure, and I was convinced mm. by that, mm -hmm. frankly. Yeah, who would have thought the billionaire business owner would be on the side of the party who is pro-business and anti-regulation? <laughs> like, who could have predicted it? Mm. So a bunch of, like, um, libertarian fanboys, I'm sure, were like, no. There is so many people, just fucking idiots on Twitter that, like, really, like, protect Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. It's so weird to it's me. Like, very why, strange. Do you, why do you give yourself the job of protecting a billionaire I, who yeah. doesn't need protecting? I, it, I think it's because these dudes, because they're mostly dudes. There are some women, though. There are some women. Yeah. I think it's mostly dudes. It is mostly dudes. They latch on to people like Elon Musk because they themselves are unaccomplished, incompetent idiots. Mm -hmm. But they think they're all Elon Musk. Do you think there's? It's partly a fantasy too that he's gonna see them and be like, "Come work for me." I, I think so. Yeah. I think that's part of it, and I also think that's it's so like sad. they mm -hmm. think that they are Elon Musk, but they just haven't like they're like done it yet. Yeah. Right. So they're like, sure, yeah. so they all, you know, it's like the whole like the the temporarily embarrassed millionaire thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like all these people see themselves in Elon Musk. Like, yeah, I have all these cool ideas and, you know, I'm I'm going to change the world one day too. Mm -hmm. um, and they just like, just like 
go after anyone that dares question Elon Musk. It's so pathetic. It's just yeah. like this guy who doesn't care about you, who isn't aware you even exist, who does not need your protection, who's a mm. billionaire. You're going to spend all day going after his critics on Twitter? <sighs> like, that is so it's, pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I found the tweet I referenced before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Aronoff tweeted, the best thing about Twitter is how every two weeks it discovers that Elon Musk is actually bad. <laughs> <laughs> Such a funny tweet. I, my thing, I, mean, I just think it's so funny. Like, I, I, uh, something I tweeted the other day about Elon Musk, just like, all he's doing is just doing stuff that the government did like 30 years ago. I saw Kevin tweet you. Yeah, Kevin got weirdly like defensive. defensive. Yeah, I was like, because he was like, "Well, NASA didn't do this." Like, NASA put a man on the moon in the seventies. Well, they didn't do this. (laughs) Yeah, just like, yeah, Um, (laughs) I was just like, what? Literally, what is he doing that we all haven't already discovered? He hasn't invented anything new. Or promised to do because of a failing of the state. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the state has massively fucked up and underfunded our infrastructure. And then Elon Musk like briefly pontificates like, well, I could fix it. And then he doesn't. And people Mm -hmm. are like, what a visionary. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're going to get to that in the, uh, the good news section. He's also just like, someone made fun of him. There's also just like, it's amazing what you can get away with by just saying every idea that if you just say out loud, everything that pops into your mind, like when the, when the, um, I forget, oh, what, oh, where were the kids trapped in the, that's cave? what we're going to talk about. Thailand. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 In Thailand. That submarine thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what if we, uh, what if we send like tiny submarines down? And people were like, wow, what a hero. He saved oh. those boys. And it's like, no, he just said a thing and he hasn't done anything. Did nothing. Also, it wouldn't have worked and it's a stupid idea, yeah, but he just so like, stupid. he just like, it's like, you know, like an improv or comedy or whatever, like we'll riff like dumb ideas. And it's just like, oh, if you just say everything that comes to your fucking mind, people think you're a genius. And <laughs> it would be one thing if he was just like, spitballing and like the idea didn't work out it's sort of like okay that's what you know brainstorming is but when people praise him as though he already did the thing and it worked Mm -hmm. it's so weird it's so culty yeah Mm -hmm. um so i also wanted to talk about in the bad news section did you guys see this fucking interview piers morgan did with trump no. no. Those two. I mean, talk about two of the greatest minds mm-hmm. that we have right now. Piers Morgan meeting fucking Donald Trump. So it took place on um, Air Force One. And it appeared in the Daily Mail on Sunday. And it will be aired in ITV uh, on... It already aired on Monday. So if you guys missed that, I'm sorry. And so it opens with Piers Morgan going into a weird amount of detail about the chair that he's on in Air Force One. So he writes, I pressed a button on the sumptuous leather chair towards where the president would soon himself be sitting and imagined what it must be like in that room when all hell breaks loose. So Piers Morgan just coming out of the gates hot in love with this chair. Uh In to (laughs) it. Just... (laughs) It's so weird. Pierce Morgan. He's such an idiot. It's just like, literally has never done anything good. No. I don't know Never how done anything good. Like, his his whole career started by, like, fucking hacking dead people's phones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a classy, classy gentleman. And then he As just, like, do. turned it into, like, a CNN show and all this shit where he's just being a dummy yeah. with a microphone. Mm-hmm. So, also in the interview, Trump broke royal protocol by revealing what the Queen said about Brexit and also kept saying how beautiful she was. Oh, my God. Which is just gross. Did you see the video of him just, like, officially, like, cutting, like, walking in front of her? Oh, yeah. Like, (laughs) not knowing how to walk like a person. (laughs) Um, So, he said about Brexit... She said it's a very, and she's right, it's a very complex problem. I think nobody had any idea how complex that was going to be. First of all, bullshit. There were so many people saying this is enormously complicated and this this is an oversimplification and it's going to be a clusterfuck if they decide to leave. Yeah. Uh, Most people said that. Most experts said that. The only people that that. didn't say that were people like, yeah, we should just leave. 
Boris Johnson, you just leave? Theresa May, Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, and then he said that she said, everyone thought it was going to be, oh, it's simple. We join or don't join or let's see what happens. So first of all, let's just take that with a grain of salt because Trump is a liar. Yeah. So like, that's, who, the know, who the hell knows what she actually said? That's like the thing that he always does, which is just pure projection. Yes. But like I've also felt like, I think a lot of people do that and it drives me fucking crazy. Where it's just like, People have thoughts and they're like, yeah, people think this. Like, no, just you. You, you think, think that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so also Trump has personalized boxes full of M&Ms on Air Force One. Oh my God. Featuring his signature. What? And a sassy little M&M holding the American flag. Ew. Uh, he said he would fight, quote unquote, with Britain over trade, which is just a great way to phrase, um, you know, like a policy debate between allies. Yeah. We'll fight we'll a fight. We'll just fight. Maybe they like it. Well, it went so well the last time we fought about stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> he also seemed a bit confused about what the UK actually is. Um, I'm shocked. So just a reminder, uh, the United Kingdom is Great Britain and Northern Ireland. It's made up of four countries, England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Uh, and he said, you have different names. You can say England. You can say UK. You can say United Kingdom. So many different. You know you have. You have so many different names. Great Britain. Oh, my God. So that's not the same thing. Uh, he said, I always say, which one do you prefer? Great Britain? You understand what I'm saying. What? Here's my theory. Literally, Donald Trump just read about the United Kingdom this week, probably in a book probably. on his way to England, and he's then, like, "Oh, hmm, they also called the United Kingdom, huh? Right. Oh, is that th- it's the same? Okay, it's the same. You can just change the name." Wait, now where does Ireland fit into <laughs> all this? Uh, and then, as you were saying, Eric, about the pure projection stuff, he said that he had a lot of supporters among the mass protesters <laughs> that emerged. They love him so much, they came out even though it was an anti-Trump protest. They just they just saw Trump and were like, "I'm there." Yeah. So in his mind, tens of thousands of people fled to the streets with signs that said, "Please don't come here. Go home." Right. And he was like, "Yeah, but some of those people are pro me." Surely, yeah. some of them. Uh, and then he repeated his very, very, very dangerous claim that immigration was changing Europe's culture for the worse, which he has like literally said at every opportunity. Uh, dangerous, and that's just called racism. Yes. It's just a mm-hmm. good old. Ethnic cleansing. And also <laughs> lending support to his violent fans who attack people for just being brown. Yeah. Because they perceive yep. them as being others. Um, he said that Twitter makes him feel powerful in his personal crusade against fake news. Perfect. That's a very normal thing for a yeah. president That's to a say. That's a very normal thing to say. Uh, he praised Northern Korean dictator Kim Jong-un again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he said he was getting rid of wars and said he's very smart, great personality. He's funny and tough, good negotiator. He's ruthless, but so are others. I mean, I could name plenty of others that we deal with that you don't say the same thing about, which is true, actually. Yeah, um, I'm sure it is. I mean, the I United think States deals with a bunch of dictators as long as they have something we need. Yeah. Like I mean, them. I think. Honestly, Donald Trump sees Kim Jong-un as like the perfect world leader. Because it's like a reflection of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or what he would like to be. He That's what I'm like saying. I think he wants to be Kim Jong-un. I think yeah. he's like, because in his mind, the idea of being the president is like having control and having power mm-hmm. over right. everything. And that's what Kim Jong-un does. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of looking at someone as though they're a mirror, then Piers Mar- Morgan called Trump a tough guy. Oh my God. Mm. Um, he said he seemed surprised by Trump's uncharacteristically humble appraisal of his meeting with the monarch and said, it must have been, even for a tough guy like you, quite an emotional thing. Uh, he also spent an awful lot of time talking about what good friends he and Trump are and boasting that he is the only British journalist to have interviewed Trump as president. Wow, great job. Awesome. Good job, buddy. Wow. Nice. What, a, what We learned a lot. It was a good interview. Uh, <laughs> did you also, see, oh, sorry, just talking about yeah. Chris Morgan. Did you guys see the woman yell at him on his show? Yeah, we played it on the show. Oh, did you? Yeah. No. So but now I know Eric's not listening to the show. Oh. So. I'm busy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Okay. So speaking of 
the Brexit deal, uh, Theresa May said that Trump told her to, quote-unquote, sue the EU and refuse to negotiate Brexit, which is so funny because leading up to that interview that Theresa May did, Donald Trump was like, yeah, you know, I gave her some tough, tough advice, and uh, she didn't take my advice. So... Um, she goes on a Sunday morning show and they asked her like specifically what was the advice and that was his advice. Oh, uh, you, you know what you should do? You should just uh, sue the world. Sue the world. Yeah. Sue, sue Earth. World. You um, should take Earth to court and um, I, I think you'll win. Yeah. So Theresa May, who is a <laughs> bad person and a terrible leader, um, she's explaining this and she can like barely get through it with a straight face. Like she's kind of laughing because... It's a fucking dumb idea that she can't do. And that was his advice. And then he goes to the media and he's like, she wouldn't take my advice. You know, I, I gave her really sound advice. It's like, it's like the whole Elon Musk like submarine thing. She's like just shouting the dumbest first thing that comes right, to mind. Right. Why don't you just, uh, why don't you just, uh, you know, uh, go to court with, uh, you know, all of Europe. Yeah. Just take Europe to court. Um, so Boris Johnson, who resigned recently from T- Theresa May's cabinet, mm-hmm. uh, who's also a lunatic and uh, sort of like Trump in a lot of ways, like very dumb and boisterous mm. and, and all of those things. So um, Boris Johnson was recently talking about Trump and Brexit, and he said, imagine Trump doing Brexit. He'd go in bloody hard. There'd be all sorts of breakdowns, all sorts of chaos. Everyone would think he'd gone mad, but actually you might get somewhere. It's a very, very good thought. God. <laughs> good God. What's with these people fucking talking about Trump? I, I don't get it. Oh, I asked Meredith this, but I want to get your take on it. How do you think that Theresa May's um, cabinet is collapsing and that there's going to be another election soon? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Me too. So did Meredith. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the fact that... So, Boris Johnson was actually the second member to mm-hmm. leave. Yeah. So, two have left in a relatively short amount of time. Yeah. How many are in your cabinet? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking about Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if that includes, like, mm. not just officials, but... I know nothing about... This their staff as well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they've had elections over less. Mm. So okay, okay. she's pretty clearly on, yeah. on her way out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Bye. It's so telling to me, like, all these fucking idiots like, like Boris or Pierce Morgan when they just, like, are fawning over Donald Trump as, like, being an alpha male. Like, how? In what world is he, like, a tough... Well, because, again, it's that, like, mirror image of themselves, and they're, like, and they think they're alphas. Yeah. So they're, like, so he has to be an alpha as well, because he's, like, me. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess that has to be it. It's just, like, I just... Also, the whole alpha beta thing is stupid and not true. (laughs) Yeah, it's stupid, but it's also just, like, like, the dumbest person alive. They're, like, yeah, but he doesn't... He doesn't care what other people think, so he's tough. Like, no, he's just dumb. He's dumb. He's just stupid. Yeah, and almost like that is considered a compliment now because yeah. it means anti-elitist. Yeah. So if you call Trump stupid, like the right doesn't care. They're like, yeah, because yeah, he's not like those fancy people who know stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's good. We live in idiocracy is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Listen, that movie was problematic. Super problematic. <laughs> Don't tweet me. It was problematic. It's super problematic. But made some good points. Aspects are turning out to be true, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. <laughs> but it, it's also classist and racist. But also, there are some good points. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Nazis said, Eric. Mm. I've never uh, seen it. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> guys, it's that time of the episode. Feel free to jump up and down unless you're driving, in which case, adhere Don't. to the rules of the road. Use your shoulders. Oh, I oh, thought you like meant I think you should drive. <laughs> like <physical laughs> don't, don't drive with your shoulders. Drive with your knees sometimes. Uh, sometimes. No. Don't. Don't. Yes. Don't do that. Don't listen to Chloe. <laughs> Chloe's giving up bad driving advice. <laughs> Guys, here is your good news. Yes, roll in the hay. So as 
promised, my first good news item has to do with Elon Musk, but mm -hmm. in the sense that someone made fun of him, which I find delightful. Yay. Perfect. Um, a British rescuer, the diver who actually rescued the boys from the flooded Thai cave, so an actual hero, mm -hmm. uh, says that Elon Musk's submarine plan was just a PR stunt. No. I, it's true, Eric. Why? I know you don't like to hear that about your hero, but... <laughs> um, so once again, just to recap, he, uh, Elon Musk grabbed headlines during the dramatic rescue of the 12 teenagers from a flighted cave in Thailand last week with news that he had developed a mini submarine designed to carry the boys to safety. Just like the rantings of an unhinged person. This, is like a per this story is like a perfect metaphor for like the entire like tech industry where it's like you have all these fucking privileged idiots living in one place just spouting off every idea that comes to your head and then regular people who have lived like real human lives are like no we're gonna do it this way because this way is the this way works yeah and is an actual good thing to do it was also just like so thoughtless and dangerous in a sense because when you're Elon Musk you have to know that every single fucking thing you say is going to be headlines around the world. Yeah, of course. 100%. So during a time when somebody's already died by the way because the mm -hmm. first diver fucking died yeah. when they went after the kids uh, and there were I, I think by then they had saved some of the boys but there were still a majority of them in the cave and they mm -hmm. could very well have died. Mm -hmm. You were distracting everyone by positing about like this mini submarine that's not real that is and like giving people false hope and also distracting from actual rescue efforts. Oh God. And the other thing that was so funny to me about, I mean, it was dangerous and terrible, but it's so funny to me is like when Musk was tweeting about his dumb fucking submarines, all of his fanboys were like tweeting him real earnestly like, Oh, and we should, you should put iPods in the submarines and like, <laughs> just like just all this stuff like, Oh, make sure to add this for oh uh, like, just like adding all this dumb it's shit. Jesus. It's just so stupid. So Vern Unsworth, who is part of a large international team of specialist cave divers, you know, the people who actually know what they're doing, mm -hmm. who succeeded in bringing the boys out using stretchers and a system of pulleys, told CNN that the plan had no chance of working. His assessment of Monk's, uh, Musk's plan was brutal. When asked for his thoughts on the idea, he said, he can stick his submarine where it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it just had absolutely no chance of working. He had no conception of what the cave passage was like. The submarine, I believe, was five feet, six inches uh, long, rigid, so it wouldn't have gone round corners or around any obstacles. It wouldn't have made the first 50 meters into the cave from the dive star point. It was just a PR stunt. So words from someone who actually knows what they're knows, talking about. Yeah. Who's actually seen the cave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, I, I just, every fucking dumb 20-year-old that knows how to code just needs to stop believing they can change the world. Right. Because mm -hmm. you're just not. You're just creating bad things. Oh. oh, wait, it got better. So CNN's interviewer pointed out that Musk went to the cave personally to see the conditions, but Unsworth replied, and he was asked to leave very quickly, and so he should have been. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine he shows up and they're like, can you fucking leave? Get the fuck out You're of here. Useless. You are away. useless <laughs> and a distraction, and it is dangerous that you are here right now. What a fucking idiot. So basically, Elon Musk was like, I want to go to Thailand. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I want to go on vacation. And I'll vacation. like stop by the cave for like five minutes yeah. and pretend I care about the boys. Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. And then leave and be on vacation in Thailand. Yeah. It's just so, so stupid. Um, related, but not in a good way, kind okay. of. Is Grimes still, are they still dating? Yes. Oh. So like people are tweeting Grimes. Did you see this meme? Of The Simpsons. No. So funny. So it's a scene from, uh, I forget what episode of The Simpsons, but um, Apu gets shot mm -hmm. by a snake who's like oh, yeah, yeah, Springfield's yeah. like big criminal. Um, and I forget who, um, what is with my computer? Uh, who he's blocking in the shot. But basically someone is about to be shot. Is it Homer? Uh, no, it's somebody who's working at the Quickie Mart. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Snake is about to shoot them. Maybe it's not Snake. Maybe it's somebody else. 
Um, and Apu leaps in the way and gets shot. Mm-hmm. So somebody labeled each of them in that scene. And the shooter is tweets mocking the rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the guy who was supposed to get shot is Elon Musk. And the person leaping in the way of the it's bullet crimes. is thousands of weird nerds. <laughs> 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 Nothing like verbally describing a visual meme. Oh, yeah. Uh, But that's actually not what I was thinking about. There are people tweeting Grimes right now where they're like, don't fucking do this. Yeah. Don't go down for this dude. It's dummy. Um, But they were tweeting her that meme. Oh, my God. uh, Which was very funny. That was very funny. So... Did you have something else that you want to say about? I feel like I interrupted someone to give that long description of a meme. No, oh, you I'm just brought up Grimes. Oh, just Grimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just just Grimes. Just wondering. <laughs> oh I thought they would have broken up, especially by now after all this. No, I'm like she might just be awful. Like yeah. she's a really good musician, and I really, really like her music. But maybe she's just a bad person. Ugh. It's possible. Can wait. What? Two she, bad she's people? She's like an intelligent person. It's yeah. Like she's like some dumb pop star. Yeah. Like right, yeah. Know. Like she knows. She, she knows. Bad person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole Elon Musk reminds me, I can't remember, again, because we've established that I don't listen to the show. Um, <laughs> did we talk about the the weird uh, rich people music Burning Man parties? Oh, no. I mean, we talked about the fire Festival when like everything went down. No, but there was an article recently mm-hmm. about um, this... Dumb. This person who's hosting private parties for the rich that's supposed to be like Burning Man in your living room. Oh, like the tech guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so weird. So it's like a Silicon Valley thing Mm -hmm. where it is like exclusive mini music festivals just for like tech startup people in their own homes. Oh, that's so like, like a, a nightmare. Like spin, and it's, they all like do drugs and get shirtless. It's a specific one woman who calls herself a, I believe she calls herself a heartist. A heartist? Heartist. H-E-A-R-T. Heartist. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, but she, yeah, she basically just grifts rich people out of their money by hosting, she, she just hosts like a, DJ party in their living room and she gets rich people to pay her for this. Oh my God. And they're like, it's transforming my life. <laughs> and she's like, okay, so you guys uh, just discovered music. Right. Like, yeah. I just feel uh, so did free. Did they discover it or did they rediscover it? <gasps> it's, just a, it's just so funny when, like, r- like, these fucking rich idiots who have never lived, like, a real human life are like, did you know if you put on music, it makes you feel good? Yeah, and I mean, even the idea of, And you dance like, and I feel good. Even the idea of, like, concerts in someone's home mm-hmm. is not new no it's like a very just old literally yeah. nothing that they're doing is new yeah they just constantly they've lived such a life devoid of like any real interaction mm-hmm. or real life because uh, they were either born rich or like learned how to code when they were six and like lived their life on the internet mm-hmm. and yeah. like they just have no idea what it's like to be a human being so then they're like if you play music with major chords, it gives you a feeling of like feeling happy, and I feel good for the first time in my life. Did you guys have you guys heard just, about this? Just heard what? Did when you, uh, when music is playing, know? I move my body and I feel free. Ooh, have you guys right. heard about this? Yeah, it, and it's. I don't know if it's a matter of like. I do think it's a matter that they think they're discovering something that has been around forever, but also on the media's part. Not everything Tech Bros and Silicon Valley does is newsworthy. I know. Like, you didn't have to cover it. If they're dumb enough to think they invented that and they didn't invent it, don't cover it. Like, yeah, it's some new... That article is so... I think they know so it'll get hate clicks yeah. from people yeah. because every... Not everyone, but a lot of people hate Tech Bros and hate mm-hmm. Silicon Valley. I literally only, <laughs> like, have read long-form journalism recently about people grifting rich people out of their money uh-huh. and it's all i want to read oh mm. my god because it's the best yes it's the best mm. even when the people doing it are like the what was it anna, anna Del- delvey delvey oh. yeah hers was she was just a straight-up con artist which was beautiful yeah. um uh even when the person themselves is bad i still like it like i want to i haven't bought it's i think interesting yeah, yeah. I, th- I haven't gotten it yet but i think i'm gonna buy a copy of bad blood and take it with me on tour so i can read it mm. Because uh, that story is just so fascinating. Wait, what story is? I've never heard of that. It's about this uh, woman named Elizabeth Holmes who started a fake blood testing company called Theranos. Yeah. Oh, did we Thanos. talk? Is this yeah. what we talked about? 
I think uh, we did. Yeah, we did talk about her at some point on the show. That part sounds She familiar. she was like a really she's an evil person. Yeah, because we like, definitely talked about. Unlike okay. Anna, like Anna did take advantage of some poor people, but not in a way that would have cost them their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Elizabeth Holmes could have killed people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we yeah. definitely talked about yeah. bad but blood. But she basically started that. a company that didn't work. Yeah, and became. The world's youngest self-made billionaire. Like people compared her to Steve Jobs. Yeah. Jesus. Off of a fake company. Yeah. Fake thing. <laughs> like, and you know, it's just like she's a uh, tall, thin, blonde, pretty, mm-hmm. and you can get away with a lot. A whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm short. I don't. I don't read that privilege. <laughs> <laughs> so, also in good news, Scarlett Johansson has decided. Not to play a trans man, after all. And I'm sure it in no way had anything to do with the announcement of a solo Black Widow movie and people saying, I'm not fucking seeing it because Scarlett Johansson is trans. Wow. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. I didn't know that. It was was suspicious, the timing, because they announced a Black Widow movie. It was like overwhelmingly negative response on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Not because people didn't want Black Widow to have her own movie, but because Scarlett Johansson like had a monstrous response to the criticism surrounding yeah. the announcement that she would play a trans man. Um, her, her PR team was basically like, uh, we refer you to the PR team for Jeffrey Tambor, Jared Leto, like listed yeah. all of the other people criticized for playing trans women. That's what was so funny. was like, we talked about this, but like, all those people have been roundly criticized yeah, in the media. Yeah. Like, so like, Why would you put your client... Her PR team was like acting like all these people do it and it's fine. Yeah. That was like the tone. Like, oh, you can ask all these other people that have done it. Like, yeah, we hate them too. Like, I think yeah. that was a veiled way to accuse her critics of being sexist. Yeah. Where they were like, would you criticize these men for playing trans women? Yes. And it was like, yes, and we did. <laughs> yeah. All the time. So then they announced the Black Widow film and there was like really negative response and mm. then she decides not to play a trans man. Mm. Hmm. It's almost like the quote unquote Twitter, Twitter mob sometimes actually uh, does something good. Yeah, now hopefully uh, this movie doesn't fuck it up by <laughs> getting another... Right. not trans man to play this role yeah, exactly like the solution isn't to cast another cis woman mm-hmm. in the role um but it was just such a dumb decision like from the get-go yeah. if you look at photos of uh dante tex gill and scarlett no joe resemblance at no. all there's no resemblance and like you can do stuff with prosthetics and and you know um like padding and stuff like that but why? Why would yeah, I just yeah, get why? someone who can play the part well? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I just don't understand, like, I mean, I, I guess I do just, like, people are oblivious, but, like, it, especially in this day and age, like, when something like this comes up, how do you not run it by a team first and be like, is, is this going to look... I mean, A, you should be asking if it's offensive, but even if you don't care... You would think these like really vapid like Hollywood people would be at least be like, is this gonna look bad? Yeah. Especially you know I mean? there's so many. Especially after she already played, was it Jap? Oh yeah, oh, she, yeah. Like, has she has played, already fucked up royally. It was the same team. The same team yeah, behind she already that. like fucked up a huge and like nobody thought to be like, is this gonna like like I said, she should be asking if, if it's offensive. But mm-hmm. even if you don't care because you're a bad yeah. person, at yeah, least yeah. like. Is this going to look bad? I Didn't think, we just go through this? I think yeah. even beyond that, though, I think for them it's a matter of what makes more money. So for them, the original calculation was people will go see Scarlett Johansson in anything. So let's put her in. And maybe like she thought it was a prestige thing, too, where she would get nominated for an award, mm-hmm. which yeah. I think all actors eventually want to be recognized like that. That, to me, feels very much like Jared Leto's deal. It was. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like my also, the Academy is very sadly predictable in that way. Yeah. Like if you if you are a straight actor and you play gay, if you are a cis actor and you play trans, mm-hmm. pretty much like on time they give you an Oscar yeah. nomination. My like only hope, glimmer of hope for Scarlett Johansson is that somehow she was like I want to understand this experience better and no, be an actor. Absolutely, it's not, not. true, absolutely but my not. only hope—that's the only thing I can imagine. Where she was like, maybe this is a good idea. Yeah, I—I sh- I don't think she's like a thoughtful, nice person. I, doubt, I really doubt that. Um, but and that's just from like what I've heard from people who work with her. Like mm-hmm. she is not a, a good person. So, um, yeah, I just like wanted to congratulate the critics on Twitter. Oh, so what I was saying was. 
I think it was a matter of they thought they could make a lot of money with a movie uh, with Scarlett Johansson and then they realized, oh no, actually this is going to lose us money mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that people are pissed enough where they won't go see Black Widow, yeah. Yeah. which would be devastating for them. So, and for Scarlett Johansson because mm-hmm. that's, she's like known as Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's ultimately what convinced them. They were like, it's not worth it. It's mm-hmm. just not worth it. I wonder even if like, since it is obviously a Marvel movie, if those people stepped in too. I'm sure they leaned on her. I'm yeah. a hundred percent sure. The reason I know that is, have you ever seen the YouTube clips of uh, Tom Holland and Benedict Cumberbatch? No. So Tom Holland is infamous mm-hmm. for spilling details about oh, yes, Marvel I know plots. That. Yeah. Like he just cannot help himself. <laughs> out. So they started sending him out with Benedict Cumberbatch uh-huh. so Benedict could be there just to be like, stop talking. <laughs> it's like a clip of them. And like sometimes Benedict just goes like, bah, 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 but like over him, like just yeah. like over him. It's so funny. But they, like the Marvel studios watch them so closely. Mm-hmm. Any like conduct behavior that reflects negatively upon Marvel Studios anytime they accidentally spill a spoiler like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure her negative po- like publicity, yeah. they were like, what are you doing? Excuse what? me. This will affect us. Yeah. And we well, won't. especially I, I'm, I'm surprised like it didn't happen. I'm surprised because like obviously this Black Widow movie would have had to have been in the works for a little while. Like yeah. It's yeah. in terms of talks of getting people to sign on and stuff. Sure. So like when she announced this other movie, I'm sure it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, what is the matter with you? Like such a strange decision. Um, but yeah, I, I also just like a little digressy, but how did we get two Ant-Man movies before a Black Widow movie? And I don't God, like Scarlett yeah. Johansson, but I'm just like, there are so few women characters in Marvel. Yeah. And she's the most popular the, one. Yeah. yeah. Like, how did it take that long to get a Black Widow movie? Yeah. Also, it's just going to be a dope movie. You don't want to so, see two assassins? Fucking doing flips and shit. Yeah. Like, it's going to be dope. It's going to be so fun. Let's see it. That's true. Yeah. Although I refuse to... Ant-Man's Paul Rudd, right? I refuse to say a bad thing about Paul Rudd. Oh, no. Paul Rudd is a sweet little angel baby. We don't deserve him. Um, I hope he doesn't say anything fucking stupid in an interview now that I've said that. That would be... Henry Cavill or whatever. That might be the one that would be truly heartbreaking for me. Henry Cavill said something very stupid about me, too. Uh, Oh, yeah. He said he was afraid to date. Yeah. He was afraid to talk to women. Aparna tweeted. She was like, if you think that just approaching women and talking to them is rapey like there's something wrong with you i'm that's paraphrasing you. there but yeah. it's like that's not what me too is mm-hmm. <laughs> me too is not like women being like screaming sexual assault accusations because someone tried to flirt with them yeah mm-hmm. of course yeah uh so oh uh i like the first ant-man i really mm-hmm. want to see ant-man and the wasp yeah Oh. It's good. It was like shockingly charming and funny. Although I've yeah. heard okay. that Rudd's original script was amazing, and oh, they yeah. like and they rejected it. Oh. And, and they and, and well, we'll never know because it's we didn't still good. See yeah. the original script. Yeah. No, I thought it was really really funny. The guy who plays his friend, I'm spacing on the actor's name, uh, is so funny in it. Yeah. Very very. Funny. You know what they should have done? Had Joss, uh, Joss Whedon write it. She just oh, had yeah. him write something. He's, did you know that the only writer in Hollywood is Joss Whedon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then one. if Joss Whedon can't do it, they get Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Perfect. But those are the only two writers two. working in Hollywood. It's very sad. We have a big shortage. Mm-hmm. We only have two white men. <sighs> two white cis men who uh, have to write everything. And it's so hard so for busy. them. so busy. So ah. busy. Their calendars. My God. <laughs> Their desk calendars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that was another thing. Can I call back something we talked about in the pop culture section of yesterday's Oh, episode? that's what it was. Absolutely. Is that bananas? So Sasha Baron Cohen's new TV show, uh, mm. Not a Single Lady Writer. Mm. Isn't that amazing that you can still do that? And that, I like, feel like you have to try to do that. And then you would look at a room filled with male writers and be like, we did it, guys. This is right. Did it. This is right. What a, what a diverse group of people I'm looking what doesn't, at right what I just don't understand about that show is what are they writing? <laughs> True. I guess like the interview <laughs> like, questions. The, when I saw, I, I when I saw yeah. like the cast of writers, I was like, "What did they do?" Or actually, maybe <laughs> it maybe it's like they tried to get women, and they were like, "No, gross. This is a dumb idea. Gross. We don't." We I don't also need this. wonder sometimes about shows like Sasha's, where I'm like, "Did they try?" And then they saw what the show is, and people were like, "No, I no, don't want to be involved." A hundred percent. What happens? Because I know this from knowing some people who have gotten shows. Mm-hmm. They hire their friends. 
And if you have a, a like a comic, a, like a male comic host, chances are the people he knows are other male comics. That makes yeah. sense. And that's who they hire. Oh, it's and like the story up. we talked about last week or maybe two weeks ago mm-hmm. about um, the study about uh, male journalists on Twitter yeah. and retweets. Only retweet other male journalists. Yeah, it's like it's very much like it's just a a, a, a it's a function of your bubble in your network. Right. And like, you know, you, if you don't actually make a concerted effort and like actually see what's going on, then you're liable to just keep perpetuating that, sure. that problem and it exacerbates and exacerbates and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. Guys, we're out of time. Please follow <laughs> Chloe and Eric on Twitter at it's the chew at Eric underscore Smith. Please go to lighttreason.news. Next five people who sign up to support the show at $5 a month will receive a 2018 Desi calendar with many sexy, (gasps) sexy photos of Desmond in there. You don't want to miss the photos. Believe me. Even though uh, some months have passed, you can still enjoy those photos as well. Mm -hmm. And guys, thank you so much for all the support. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. Bye. Bye.